confess that during my first sexual encounter, the only contraception used was the pull-out method, I got shot in the eye. <laughs> and it burned. This podcast is intended for those 18 and over. If that's not you, please check out scarletine.com and come back to this podcast when you are of age. Thank you for downloading the Bedpost Confessions podcast. Bedpost Confessions is an Austin, Texas-based monthly reading and performance series about sex, sensuality, and the steamy side of life. Between performers, we ask audience members to anonymously submit anything worthy of a confession, which is then read aloud by one of our producers. The performance you're about to hear by Mistress Stephanie was recorded on July 14th, 2011. Mistress Stephanie, who, by the way, is not a dominatrix, because if she were, as she says, she'd be able to pay the rent, will be reading a story she calls... The day I became a whore. Here is Mistress Stephanie. All right, so here's my little story. I met a guy. Doesn't it always start that way? I met a guy. This was a different kind of guy, though. I I got hired to play a show at his house, and he lives downtown, this fabulously two-story house, and um, just great art, really, really interesting guy. And uh, he's in a wheelchair. And um, so I go, you know, we have this big, big party. And after it's over, he's like, God, I really, really want to get to know you. You seem like such a, you know, really interesting woman. And I was like, oh, wow, that'd be, that'd be great. Let's, yeah, so let's hang out. So we get together and we go out to dinner and he takes me to Chez New, you know, French place. And, and um, we have this kind of lovely conversation, lovely night, long, you know, long talk. And I had seen a film that he did about the day that he was in a car accident when he was 18 years old and what it was like to wake up and not be able to feel his cock and what that meant for him. And I thought, wow, this guy's deep. (laughs) He's, He's been through some shit, you know? He understands pain. I get, you know, I can connect with him in that way. And so I had this all this anticipation about what kind of guy he was and what kind of friend he was going to be and the kind of conversations we could we could have that were you know a little bit more depth involved. Uh, yeah. Well, we went to his house and um, we're having a cocktail and he's just looking so sweet and innocent there in his little wheelchair, you know. <laughs> And we start drinking vodka, and I'm thinking, God, this guy probably doesn't get much action, you know. Let me just, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna have some fun with this, with this guy, you know. And so I li- lean over and I lift up the vodka with the heel of my shoe. I swear to God, and then I pull it up to my mouth and take a swig out of it. I fucking kid you not, I did this. <laughs> and then I lean over. And I pour the vodka into his mouth from my mouth. And then he looks up at me like I am the goddamn goddamn goddess of vodka and sex. He doesn't even know what to think, you know? And I'm thinking, wow, I just made this guy's night. And he goes, well, I have a question for you. How would you feel if I paid you 50 bucks to let me lick honey out of your ass. 
like, what? 50 bucks? Are you fucking kidding? <laughs> Come on. Does my ass look like 50 bucks to you? Okay, a, A, there's that. Okay, B, who do you think I, what do I look like to you? Some like $50 whore, you know? You don't even know me, you're asking me this. Okay, I do one thing that maybe is a little, but you know, 50. Come on, you know? I, I, you know, I get all like indignant. How dare you? How dare you say that? How dare you offer me money? God damn it. Now a hundred bucks maybe, you know? <laughs> so he goes, okay. <laughs> and I say, okay, just to clarify, you are going to give me a hundred dollars to lick honey out of my ass. Okay. I cannot believe I'm being objectified by a gimp. But, but what the fuck? Okay, so I'm like, where's the honey? <laughs> Let's get this party started. So I go in the kitchen, I get the honey, I come back out, I, you know, I'm like, well, let's just make it fun, you know, so I do a little dance, and I, I pull my panties down, and I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, hundred bucks, hundred bucks. I pour the honey down my ass, and I look back at him. He's just glazed over, you know, and then, then he just starts licking it off my lat, off my ass, nice and gently, you know, and then, then just like a ferocious little angry bear, you know, he digs into it. He's <laughs> going nuts, you know. I'm like, oh, Jesus, come on, man. <laughs> it's, about, it's about to be 150 if you don't settle down. So, you know, so this lasts for a little while, and I'm like, okay, buddy, like, you know, let's, okay, it's time to stop this little adventure. And, uh, and then, but this time he has, like, he has in his head gotten on the pervert train to Asheville, you know? And uh, he just, he can't stand it. Suddenly, honey isn't good enough. He wants everything in my ass, you know? He's like, he's going through the refrigerator, like, what can we put in there? Well, what's in the refrigerator? Let's just put it all in there. And, and then we're sitting there with the leftovers from Shenu. And he's like, pate. <laughs> pate. And I look at him, and I get all indignant. What? Who the fuck do you think I am? You think I'm going to let you? That, that's weird. OK, look, that's weird. It's just, it's too far. I can't do, how much? You are going to give me $300 to eat pate out of my ass? I'm gonna have. I'm gonna just. I'm gonna have to think about the implications of this probably for the rest of my fucking life. You know, <laughs> I have no idea who I am anymore. And so I'm like, okay, I have to see this cash before I do this. And he's like, I don't. I don't. I don't have cash. I have a check. I'm like, okay, you're gonna write me. A, I'm gonna. You're gonna write me a check. Okay. Well, should I just leave the four part blank? You know. I mean, what do I? 
And I know he's good for it because he's loaded because the accident was good to him that way. So, ooh, I know. Funny that that's the worst thing I said tonight. <laughs> so, okay, where was I? Where was I? Pate. All right. So I lean over. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. I have to write the check first. So I'm standing there, like, writing the check, you know. I have to sign his name because his hands are all fucked up. And, uh, you know, and I'm like, wow, I'm a whore. I just became a whore. This is like the, this, I don't know about this other stuff, but I'm definitely a whore. Uh, And I'm oddly okay with that. So... (laughs) So I get the pate and I just smear the pate all in the crack of my ass thinking, oh my God, I just cannot even believe who I am. Mommy would be proud. Mommy would be proud. So I smear it all over and then he goes after my ass like it's a pile of cocaine and he is Al Pacino and Scarface. I can still not go to Shainu. <laughs> All right, I want to thank you. I believe I'm done. Thank you. Mr. Stephanie began her musical career as an opera singer, but soon came to her senses and realized that she would never be able to do anything that required discipline. She tried the theater for a while, thinking it would be a kick, and had a few lead roles in a few fantastic pieces. Soon, however, she discovered that acting in the theater is hard and with long hours and little pay. Also, much to her surprise, you can't drink on stage. Finally, she discovered cabaret music, where being foul-mouthed and half-drunk was a plus. Her band, Mistress Stephanie and Her Melodic Cat, released its first CD titled Take That in 2009. Find out more at mistressandkitty.com. Bedpost Confessions is produced by myself, Mia Martina of the I Want Your Sex podcast, Sadie Smythe of the popular blog sadiesopenmarriage.com, Julie Gillis of juliegillis.com, and Rosie Q. You can find links to all of our websites and more information about Bedpost Confessions at bedpostconfessions.com. You can also confess with us at Bedpost Confessions on Facebook and Bedpost Confess on Twitter. Until next time, we'll leave you with a few other confessions from the audience. I confess, I fucked her slowly, the way she liked it, on the south lawn of the Capitol building. Yes. That's like the third confession we've had for that. I'm sorry, you're not done. I have... I'm not, I'm not. During special session. At lunch hour, I was 16. Delicious. The end. I confess, just when I thought we'd gotten as devious as possible, the baseball bat comes out. Birds of a feather frolic together. Or is that fuck together? 
Jackpot. Huh. I confess that last week I tied a baseball. What the fuck with the baseball bats, people? It's summer. Summer sport. Um, I confess that last week I tied a baseball bat to a super cute lesbian that was later used to fuck the hottie sitting just to my right. taking your license away from you, young lady. And we will close with one more about a baseball oh. bat. <laughs> oh, it's one, two, three strikes, you're out at the old ball game. I confess, I fucked my wife in public with a baseball bat while a girl held her down. Home run! All right, let me get my script. Would some sweet person hand me my script from the stage?